Welcome. You've made it to Tough Shit, podcast that puts first world problems into perspective. I've gotten pretty good at that. <laughs> oh, are we recording? Yeah. Just, I didn't hear you hit the button. <laughs> fucking snuck that in on you. That's well, because you actually like try to have some consistency mm-hmm. each show. So I'm completely inconsistent, so I, I can't get good at anything. I know. If you do, like, because you do something over and over and over again, you're going to get better at it. Supposedly. But I, I, what, I don't even have an intro. No, you did you uh, say your names yet? No, no, that's why I, I like I listened to that and I was like, oh wow, that sounds the exact same. Because once in a while I'll try to throw it off, be like, perspective or something stupid. But do you? Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I know you don't listen to this. I didn't show. even know you hit record. I know. I was just I was trying <laughs> to drink. I'm drinking around the tea leaves in this tea. Uh-huh. I told you right before it came over. I make tea for the show, mm-hmm. especially today because I've been losing my voice. So I fucking heat my water up, and I put it all in the fucking thermos thing, and I put my tea bag in, and it opened up. It went everywhere. So I was really <laughs> like, what the fuck? So I dumped it out. I heated my water up again. I did it again. I put honey in it. I gently stirred. I came over to your house, forgot about the tea bag, and just shook the fucking piss out of it. And then there was tea everywhere. So like it's going to be in my teeth. So there's like tea, tea in my teeth, and I have a pimple on my nose. Yeah, you're having a rough go of things today, aren't you? <laughs> Uh, so, yes, you have made it to Tough Shit, and we're your hosts. I'm Corey, and... I'm Chris. I'm Chris, he says. <laughs> Across the table is Chris. And you've made it to our second Q&A episode, because we did one for summer, so this is fall. So you're getting one, damn it. Uh, and the email that you sent to me was, what did you tell you? It was, you got some explaining to do... <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that's very appropriate because, uh-huh. like, this is what do you call it when an apology tour? Yep, I'm gonna. I got my little bus. <laughs> Chris is I going on an I don't apology have, okay, tour. Okay, not an bus, but let's say I've got the Impreza and then the Mind Camper yep. behind it, and I'm going on like <laughs> just a real small one. Yeah, but like there were a couple questions in particular and some comments made by some like, somebody oh, yeah. else that's close to me. It was like maybe I should specify <laughs> when you're <some> joking. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, some of these questions were great. Uh, and if you would like to send in a question, you can to toughshitthepodcast at gmail.com or over at our Instagram at tspodcastofficial. And that's the best place to get a hold of us for the most part. Because I'll go like weeks without checking the Gmail because there's usually nothing. <laughs> but like right before we started this, I'm like, oh, fuck. I, I barely ever checked my email. I, I was just trying to find the other questions that you sent because I just whipped this together before I came <laughs> over. And I couldn't figure out how to go to the next page on my <laughs> Gmail on the fucking Chromebook. I had to have Mandy show me how to oh, do it. come on. <laughs> you don't get on that often? No, fuck no. Wow. Just yeah. to track packages. I got some new sneakers yesterday. Oh, you sneaky fucker. But anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, if you could uh, support us and follow us, where the fuck am I? I don't know. <laughs> so follow us on Spotify or Apple. I thought you said you were getting good at this. The intro. <laughs> I got the fucking intro. Like, welcome. You know, that whole part. But no, no. Okay. Uh, follow us over on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get podcasts. You could leave a rating or review. That would be awesome. You could support us at our anchor.m link. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck do you want me to host the show hang on let me do it you can support us wait what am i supposed to say Uh, you can support us at anchor.fm you know i am i'm just like i'm not awake i slept like shit so all right so please consider supporting us directly through the anchor.fm link in the show notes it helps us out huge asterisks there i'll talk about it at the end of the show okay sounds good so that's why i threw myself off thinking this 
And usual shout out to Brie Arlene, Sarah M, Kathy M, Sarah J for their continued support. Thank you all. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, merchandise, no, I'm going to waste my time. Uh, <laughs> please just share the show. It's free. That would be great. Um, did you enjoy doing our last Q&A episode, Christopher? Fuck yeah, I had a goddamn ball. Yes. I've been sweating this one, though. I just said, and I, I have written here, you got some explaining to do. We got some very Chris-centric questions. Yeah, yeah I've been sweating a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm super pumped. And I'm going to try, maybe we should, like, I am I started writing out answers for these, and then I just, pretty, I, there was a couple I, I wrote out, but I pretty much stopped, because they were just getting way Three too long. Three paragraphs There's a fucking per... stupid amount of uh-huh. questions. There's a lot of them, which we appreciate. But, so, yeah, we'll probably get into it and try and rapid fire them a little bit anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I have here, like last time, I'm fully prepared for Chris to not give genuine answers to these questions, so I'll do my best to. Oh, I got a couple real ones. Okay. Seriously. All right. I put an effort into this. Oh, I'm trying I to be honest. It. I'm trying to be better all around. Okay. I don't know how it's yeah. going to pan out yet. I, I usually am. I hear you. But today, I'm just, I'm not. I'll, we'll see how I'm I'll doing I'll prop you end. up. All right. We'll see how I'm doing by the end of it. Is there all any right. other bullshit we got to get into? <clears throat> no, no. We got Instagram and all that bullshit. So, yeah, check all that stuff out. And that would be awesome. Can I say thank you? A genuine thank you oh, to yes. everyone that sent questions in. It's really cool. It's fun. It's it tickles fun. my ego a little bit. Even though, still, like knowing most of the people who have sent these in, when we do get questions from people that you or I have never met, that's even better. That's just like awesome. And there's some really good questions. There's there questions from people that like, there are questions that I wouldn't have come up with. Mm-hmm. We're the ones, do, like I'm involved in a show. Yeah. And we're supposed I, to be you the guys creative are leg. smarter than we are. <laughs> you know, we're supposed to be the creative leg of Actually, our own show. if it ever show. gets to like where we can't come up with anything else, oh, I got to turn my ringer off. Mm-hmm. If it ever gets to like we can't come up with anything else, reach we can hire all of these people as writers for the show. That would just be a huge relief, actually. Yeah, there's a lot of professional shows that do exactly that. Yeah, probably have. a podcast. <laughs> Wow, you really hate on. I'm not going to start. No, I got to stop doing that. They have some good stuff. Yeah. Well, if you have a team to like, like I always joke how we suck at marketing ourselves. If you had someone who was just fucking on that. Correction, you suck at marketing us because I'm. it's not my I, department. You don't do a fucking thing. <laughs> you show up every few Sundays late <laughs> and diarrhea your way through. An oh, episode. my God. <clears throat> All right, so you want to get into these questions, Ed? <clears throat> yes, I'm very excited, especially about the first one. Oh, yeah. It's probably the best I, one. I well, one of the best questions. Yes, I literally laughed out loud when I read this because yes. this was the first one. So Dr. Phil Dream, a.k.a. Phil S., wants to know, are you guys gay rods? <laughs> <laughs> There's no like, there's no better way to take the wind out of That's, somebody's sails. Yeah. Like, like, okay, say what you will about the quality of the show, at least from half of us, but like hours and hours put into like reading stuff and notes and like yeah. writing stuff. And like, regardless of whether it's perfect or not, it's still a lot of work. Yeah. And like, you take, if you start to take yourself just a little bit too seriously, all somebody has to like come in and be like, you know, ask some questions about it. Like, we've learned a lot. We're into like history yeah. and shit like that. Like, guess fucking gay rods. <laughs> <laughs> and I think of that like, that's one of the like most classic insult, like grade school insults. It is hilarious, and I feel okay. And real quick, like nothing against people who are actually gay. I we're I like have, yeah, okay. love it. It's awesome. But like the the term gay rod is such like our <laughs> like our like growing up in like yeah, you know 90s, early mid nineties. Yeah, yeah. 
that was it. That was a quintessential. Yep. It didn't matter if it was. It wasn't even a gay thing. It was like you did anything wrong. Oh yeah, you were, you were a gay, gay rod. rod. If somebody called you a gay <clears throat> rod, you were probably gonna get punched in the kidney. <laughs> like halfway <laughs> through rod. Pile, yeah, you piled up your bike and everyone's laughing at you. Hey, you gay, fucking gay rod. Gay rod. That like, yeah. didn't make any sense. Oh yeah. So all right. So <laughs> I I have an explanation, and it is uh well. This is a classic insult, which is still hilarious. And I said, if you're asking if Christopher and I are homosexuals, I can only answer answer for myself and say, no, I'm into the poontang. Oh, I actually... I had this whole thing wrote out that like, no, we're not gay, but like we like if we have a really good show, like we tend to dry hump a little bit afterward, kind of like you know like mil- like military men and women when they get through a hard firefight and they're just like super fucking horny oh, afterward. Com- combat boners, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I do hump up on Corey a little bit no, after we- a good show. That's a lie. <laughs> Oh, fuck. That's good. Right off the top. Get your odds. <laughs> All right. Uh, second question from Dr. Phil Dream. Does Corey still check his pulse all the time? I, I, I just wrote down wasted time because he's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I said, no, since losing a ton of weight, getting in shape and not feeling like a fat pile of shit 24-7, I'm no longer a full-blown hypochondriac and feel like I'm having a heart attack all the time, so I don't feel the need to check my pulse constantly. I will check it occasionally, but not any more than an average person. I'd imagine, like, when I'm working out or something, trying to get my pulse. That's probably the only time. Because I used to check my pulse constantly. Oh, I know. Yeah, I yeah. remember. Yeah. Because you thought I was like going to die. Full-on fucking hypochondriac, and like you. So, like, if I was, because I was at a point where just like whatever like i could jump off a fucking cliff and like yeah. be oh, fine yeah. and now like i'm using my hands nobody can see it mm-hmm. i've got one hand up high the other it's one's like down a scale low. so you let's say the low yep. is the hypochondria yeah, yeah, yeah so i'm going up with one yep. down with the other i'm up here not a hypochondria the scales are changing so we got to a point where we're getting closer and closer and then uh-huh. we leveled out and we're both like relatively okay like yeah. we're gonna be fine now Corey's just like whatever doing great and now i fucking <laughs> freak out at everything I had some lower back pain. Well, I still do, but like, you know, up uh-huh. above there a couple years ago, yep. I convinced myself it was gallstone. <laughs> so I still convinced I've had a gallstone for two years. Yeah. I don't think I do, though. Well, what blows me away, you have a uh, hernia. Like, and you're just like, whatever. I know. That's strange because something. <laughs> like, you legit have a something ima- that like, needs fixed. Something imagined uh-huh. is horrifying to me. Yeah. But I get a full-on hernia that I can see coming out of my belly button. My first instinct is to have Mandy put googly eyes on it and do it up in makeup. Dress it up in makeup. Yeah. Which is... (laughs) Priorities. Something I should... And I understand. It does. It sucks. Like, Like, letting health things get to you that shouldn't. But, yeah. I don't know. So, no. I don't check my pulse all the time. uh, Like I used to. All right. We're going to move on. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for those questions. All right. Jeff M., uh, who insists we spell his name J-E-P-H-P-H. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So was that? I mean, I'm assuming this is a joke, right? Yeah. It's Jeff, not a, okay. He, it's, no, he wrote that. Wrote, wrote like, Jeff. Yeah, but he doesn't like, I'm not supposed to pronounce it differently, right? Well, P-H-P-H is 
Yeah, so yeah, Jeff. Jeff. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know if he's fucking with us. And then like, well, what if he really means it? And then I start saying stuff like this, and joke. then like he's he's offended by it. And then like it's his choice to spell his name. Oh that yeah, way. looking at and it, then like, he stops what? listening to the show and he stops sending questions in. What would you say like like how would you say that without it being an F? I guess like a oh, God. I was gonna say like a French person. Jacques but... <laughs> Je <peux> <laughs> That's right. how I would put it. So Jeff M would like to know <clears throat> how do, how much does the recording rig you mentioned usually run? And I said we're looking to get a Zoom H6, which runs around three hundred seventy-five bucks, and a couple Shure MV7X mics, which are about one hundred seventy dollars each. Because uh, right now we run an H4N Pro, and it's got two XLR outputs and one mic input in the back. And that's what I'm fucking with trying to. Uh, you're falling asleep. What are you over talking there. shop? Was yes. is unless Jeff's planning on bl- paying for it? Maybe <laughs> no, that's why you're going to buy. Well, so yes, that's what we're looking to get. Um, God, you say certain fucking letters and shit like that and numbers together. I just I, I fall know. Asleep. So I don't know. Anyway, yes, an H6, a Zoom H6 with uh, I think it has four XLR inputs and the one mic on top, and. You don't have anything. I wrote that. something for What'd it. What are you not including me okay, in this? Okay, here you are falling asleep. Will you talk and shop over there? So what, what did he ask? He wanted to know what we How use? much does the recording oh. rig you mentioned usually run? I wrote uh, no fucking idea. Just ask Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I said, all I know is that after two years, we're definitely still in the hole. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Running a loss at Tough Shit the Podcast. All right. And oh, and real quick. Yeah. I know it's going to be a little bit before we get to it. <laughs> if anything, I am going to address my French comments. No, <laughs> yeah, not, I'm right going to get to it. No, I'm oh, going to get to it. Oh, okay, okay. It. All right. So, second question from Jeff with two PHs. Um, do you plan to bring people on to interview as regular contributors? Could be a fun idea. And to that, I said, yes, we would love to have guests and do other things on the show. Uh, we like doing the main episodes, but they take a lot of our free time to do the research and write the stories. So doing things like these Q&As and talking shits are a nice nice break. So to be able to add a guest to those types of episodes would be a lot of fun. And at Zoom H6 with four XLR outputs and good microphones would really accommodate us to get guests. Yeah, so pony up, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to buy us anything. Um, so, yeah, I think we would love to do – because several people have asked – to oh, wait, so because I, I I wrote just as soon as we find anyone with just a sliver of the talent that Corey and I bring to the show, <laughs> sure. No, actually, there's two people in particular that we are going to collaborate with at some point. Mm-hmm. Yes, but yeah, there's and there's people we've talked. You about. know who you are. Yes, yes. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, and I like the idea of doing true in-house live. Like I know one of the collabs we're gonna do over the internet. That thing. Um, but uh, in like in person, I, I feel that's way more. You get the energy. I think that's a lot of fun. So, all right. So those were the questions from Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for the questions. Okay, Brianna M has a multi-layered question. I wrote this down. Is it like Bree's questions? Like she put more time and effort into like these questions and linking them together than I typically do to <laughs> like write the show. <laughs> it's very thought, well thought. So. We'll just, do you want to just hit them one at a time? Yeah, let's okay. do it. Yep. All right. One, is the issue with drivers that everyone thinks they're good at driving? Question. Oh, that's the whole question. That's question okay. one. Yeah. So, and like, 
Okay, I've got to. This could get touchy. Okay. Because I've rode with Brie. So, like, I know. <laughs> All right. I know what category she falls into. Uh-huh. So I'm trying. <laughs> I got to tread a little carefully. So, wait, do you want me to say something first? Well, what's your answer to that? So, do okay. You, do you read, have a separate answer read to Read it one that? more time. Is the issue with drivers that everyone thinks they're a good they're good at driving? I think that's part of it. Okay. I think this could this could get huge. This could get very complicated. It could go beyond driving because it, like it comes down to like oh how do I want to put this? Like you're the hero of your own story sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in your head, yeah. most people you're the heads, shit in your own in your own like mind. even like you get into like okay get into like fucking stories and comics and shit. Mm-hmm. Like the bad guy and in real life too. The bad guy never thinks he's the bad guy. No doubt. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Everybody thinks they're doing all right. I've always thought that I was a good guy. But I'm starting to reevaluate that a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, I think because, you know, everybody's when, – when something happens on the road, you're always upset at somebody else. Yeah. It's very hard to admit that you did something. Like, wrong. oh, I fucked up. Yeah. This, this man cut me off the other day. Really bad, mm-hmm. and I call them a bitch out the window. Yeah. This is the first thing that came to mind. I don't <laughs> know why, bitch. and I don't really say that a whole lot. Yeah, and it was in a work truck, and I yelled out the window. I call him a fucking bitch, <laughs> and he knew he was in the wrong. Yeah, he like I had to hit the brakes. Yeah, totally knew it. Mm-hmm. But he like instead of like waving or saying like, sorry, sorry he, just, yeah. he took off and he had his arm up, like you know, up on top of the steering wheel, covering the bottom of his face like he's Nosferatu, and he didn't fucking like. Nothing didn't acknowledge it. Wow. So maybe it didn't bother him. That's ice cold. Yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, fuck you, pal. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think I called him. A, I think I used a feminine insult because he was driving an expedition, and I assumed that it was a woman, which is bad be. on me. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I said, man, where to begin? Uh, well, I think there is a general consensus on bad drivers. I think most people. Are decent drivers with the main issue today being distractions. And so, Asian Canadian women. <laughs> you're definitely onto something there. All that right. is a stereotype that I love so much. And I know, like, you and I say, like, stereotypes are fun, racism isn't. Yeah, yeah. But I still remember being at an outlet mall in Niagara Falls with you. <laughs> Blown away. And it was pandemonium. This, oh, I know the parking lot what was like. What the fuck did you say? It's like a say? carnival. And like Corey's just saying, that's yeah, all these Asian Canadian women. Sure as shit, this woman cuts me off in a minivan with Ontario plates, and she was an Asian woman. So maybe there's something to the it. The parking lot was a fucking zoo. It was like a uh, bumper car. It was crazy. But yeah, I don't think most people think they're a bad driver. So yeah, I, I agree. I, I can yeah. keep going on about this. Yes. Okay. So yes, I agree with that. And my thought is that distractions are a big part. Most people are capable of driving decently. They just choose not to for some reason or another. We'll get into it. All right. Second part of that. Uh, she says... I've never had anyone admit to me that they're a bad driver, yet everyone complains about bad drivers. Are the grannies in the left lane sitting around complaining about the speed demons while the speed demons are cussing out the slow people in the fast lane? Question. So, how do you feel about that? Okay, again, shaky territory. Because I'm well aware of the question giver falls into this. (laughs) As I can, like, I can specifically, like, I can still conjure up some tunnel vision from... Uh, <laughs> a record-breaking ride from the south rim of the Grand Canyon back to Flagstaff with Bree at the wheel, <laughs> and like no, and I, I guess, but when when somebody's like a really fast driver, 
There's certain people that you kind of almost tough to trust gauge, them. Though, because out there you can do fucking I know. 85 and no I'm one I'm well aware you. of how fast a car can go out there. <laughs> yeah. But like I my two best examples. So I would put Bree and my brother. They're both very like very very fast drivers, but did I his put get into, worse after he oh, moved to math, New Jersey? Yes. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> yep, he came in, and it's one of those things where they talk about like you know, people in population centers tend to drive a little more insane because it's a high, like, you have the, to the be environment on point. Yeah. And, like, there's a lot of high stake jobs. Yeah. So they're used to being, like, kind of ruthless. Go, go. Yeah. And that translates over to driving. But I put, like, those two just come to mind. I mm-hmm. put them into the category that I put pilots of planes on. I'm scared to fly. I'm, you know, there's a lot that yeah. can go wrong and it's out of my control. But I trust that the pilot knows what they're doing and they're really good at it. Mm-hmm. So it depends. There's people who drive really fast. And aggressively, but I still feel relatively safe with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, what was the about Grammys? Well, the, it's the whole like, um, you know, everyone complains about the bad driver. Like the granny complains about the speed demon, the speed demon about the granny. I have heard, yeah, like, I've know, been in both cases before. I scream at everybody. Everyone. I know. You're a fucking maniac. And, like, the thing is, if I'm in a high, like, a high pressure situation, like, if I get near a population center, uh-huh. it's like, I just finished playing GTA, yeah. and I just I'm going adrenaline rush. I but, hear you. And I'm screaming at everybody. I'm probably driving too fast. Mandy gets nervous. I swear too much. Mm-hmm. But then when I come home, like if I'm in my parents' neighborhood, like their quiet residential neighborhood, yeah. and somebody's doing more than 35, I want to go out in the Slow road the and throw. Fuck yeah, yeah. I want to go throw uh-huh. a mailbox at their car. <laughs> so, like most okay. things, I'm a hypocrite about it. All right. Yeah, I said I, I've had people tell me that they are bad drivers, and I agreed with them. Um, like. People have admit to me, like, yeah, I'm good, not good at driving. It's like, yeah, you are not good at driving. Like, some people just, <clears throat> they they can drive, but they're, I guess, not that good. Um, And I had, uh, but even a good driver can have a bad day and become one of the many buttholes of the highway. Like, if you're late for something or mad at someone, uh, it just depends on the situation. So, decent people can be a shit driver. Because you're, per- not your you're personality, a human. Yeah. But your mood you're in translates down into the steering wheel. Yeah. Yeah, if, I mean, if you're just like cruising on an empty highway and you got some like just deep house, <laughs> just some Ben Bomer yes. going and like the sun's just set and it's really nice, just chill, you know, and then some fuckhead in like a jacked up truck goes hauling ass and blowing his diesel smoke at you like that'll ruin your mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, let's see. Thought solutions. Oh, uh, fuck. Oh, we've I'm already. Getting, no, go ahead. <laughs> so um, solution. I don't know. I think the biggest thing with uh, bad drivers is getting off their fucking phones and stop being distracted. Just pay attention more and there'd be less bad drivers. My opinion. OK, because wh- what? <laughs> What's your solution? No, no, it's OK. Finish your boring opinion and I'll tell you what I think it should be. <laughs> I'm, that's all I got. Pay attention. <laughs> That's it. You'd be a better driver. All right, you can be lame and do that. Or here's what oh, I thought. Here we go. Because it's the unpredictability mm-hmm. that kind of that, that's what makes you know driving, especially lots of like big high traffic areas, dangerous. So, solution easy. And I have mentioned this to you before, mm-hmm. but mostly to eye rolling. Drive the temperature. Drive <laughs> <laughs> all around. Drive the temperature. If it's like mid fall day, drive fifty five. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. Height of summer, drive that hundred with like <laughs> with the reckless abandon of a heat stroke. If it's hundred degrees, do hundred miles an hour. But everybody's doing it. Uh, Ten below in February, 
Backward? Everybody drives in reverse. Like in like, <laughs> like in the pace an of a brisk jog. Okay. Um, I think that this is the best one because you can always know what it's going to be. You don't even have to see stop signs. Or not stop signs. What are the things with numbers on them? Speed limit signs. <laughs> All you have to do, it's right there. It's right on your dashboard. 56 degrees, 56 miles an hour. It's fucking simple. And then like- Like everywhere though? Like are you going to do 56 in a school zone? Yeah. In a parking lot? It doesn't matter. Everybody knows <laughs> then. Everybody knows and everybody's prepared for it. God. No, you don't like it? That's a little much, but uh, whatever. That's that's a solution. I'll tell you what. You want to you manipulate the, the speed limit in certain areas? Build a biome, and then you can control the temperature, and then you just drive whatever that is. That's a lot of work. And then or if you, you could just put up a sign within reason. I had a thing. Well, I was trying to like, but you need meaningful, um, what do you want to say? Dis- disciplines? What? What happens when you do something you shouldn't do when you get <laughs> this question has opened a hole. I know. I... Well, yeah, because there's a lot going on in my head. I had a whole thing about like if you don't do it, then uh, the authorities like I have a lot of like most of my solutions for people like for disciplines is binding their feet. What? So that was on here. Okay. Yeah, they were gonna like have to like if you speed, then they bind your feet and you have to ride a tandem bicycle by yourself. Hey, if that's your solution, I'll I'll let you have it. But yeah, that's all I, I will got. not participate in it. <clears throat> all right. That's all I got. So in the last part, there's a follow-up question. Uh, if we're all going to self-driving cars, who's programming those? A quote-unquote bad driver that doesn't know that they're bad? Uh, like, programming them? Like, so what do you think about that? I think it's- You'll a, like my answer. It's okay. not as, uh, but Th- go on. This is in my head. I'm like, because <laughs> I'm guessing that the people who will then engineer these are people who only take Ubers and ride bicycles, so we're completely <laughs> fucked anyway. Because they've never driven a car. That's uh, all I got for that. Okay. My answer is, well, it won't matter. Uh, once the AI becomes self-aware during the singularity that will happen in 2045, and will drive every human off a cliff in their driverless cars. Sweet. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, so that's it for the very deep bad driver question from Bree. Thank, Thank you. you very much, Bree. <laughs> And I will continue to ride in a vehicle with you. Okay. I feel safe. Oh, my God. I hope next time you're in a car with her, she just fucking takes you on a terror ride. She's got to drive us from Denver in May. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Bree. Oh, excellent. All right. So uh, next question here. A young lady by the name of Alexa D. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa D would like to know. Do <laughs> Can you... I just say real quick? Oh, boy. So this is like between like. Are you guys gay rods in this one? Yeah. This might be my favorite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she would like to know, do you know how to poop? <laughs> do I, I have to stay pretty PG for this? I, well, I don't know. Whatever. So, Christopher, do you know how to poop? I just... <laughs> I wrote down, oh, I wrote the question, do you know how to poop? I said, well, I, I've i always thought that I did, but with the looks I'm getting more and more often now, every time I throw up into a urinal, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since I was a kid, everyone always told me that poops come, <laughs> poop comes out of your butt. But you know what? I got to see something to believe it, and I've never seen my butt. So as far as I'm concerned, I don't have one. So I prefer to poop out of my mouth, like an American... <laughs> I hope this was PG enough for Alexa and your parents uh, let you listen to it and learn the truth about butts. Because it's finally time we started talking about it. Actually, you know what? That doesn't make what, a lot like of sense. like questioning your poop? Yeah. You're going to... So, you know, you could just get a mirror, right? If you wanted to I don't see... want to look at it. Remember? Oh, my God. You had a mirror at your apartment. Remember that thing? 
The corner mirror? Oh, yeah. That was right behind the toilet? That was Yeah, terrifying. but I never looked into it. It was terrifying. I've seen your butthole, though. So The whole butt? <laughs> I don't think. I was like, my whole butthole? No, I guess just the butt. So okay. I don't even know if you've got a hole oh, in Oh, more on that later. Okay. Okay. So my That's an- my answer. My answer to that is, uh, yes, and I feel I'm pretty good at it. Years of bowel movements have taught me what to expect when things start happening down south. I can gauge what my asshole is going to do pretty well, unlike Chris, who just gauges his asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Like those little earrings? Yeah. (laughs) Just always open. (laughs) 20-gauge fucking butthole. That's a very good question. Thank you, Alexa. Thank you. I hope that helped. Yes. Yes, we know how to poop. Well, I do. All right. Uh, Sarah J has a regional question for us. That being, what's your favorite winter activity in the barren landscape of rural Western New York? Do you want me to go? Uh, I'll go. I'll, <laughs> okay. I'll start this one. Okay. Uh, as far as an outdoor winter activity, I still like to go hunting and hiking so long as it's not brutally cold. Like anything in the thirties is fine. High twenties, no wind, lower wind. Um, I'd like to get back into doing more snowshoeing. My wife and I used to do that some years ago. That's always a good winter activity. Sledding is always a solid choice as well. And I had here, uh, we used to do some wild shit on four-wheelers and snowmobiles back in the day, but I'm too feeble for that anymore. It's okay, so yours is just an L.L. Bean answer? Oh, very, yeah, very, okay. <laughs> very tame, very realistic. So, yes. That's a good question, though. I like the yeah. regional ones. Mm-hmm. Is that it? That's all you That's got? That's all I had. What do you what do you do for winter activity? Beyond me? throwing up in the urinals? <laughs> um, I guess I, I don't know. Lots of stuff. First off, driving the temperature. Because if you want something to happen, uh, you're embracing you gotta this. be you gotta be the example. See the good you wanna be in the world or something like that. Yeah, so drive yeah. the temperature you want to be. Dri- anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like talking about how I can't afford to snowboard anymore. Because mm-hmm. I used to snowboard. It's a fucking pricey hobby. Any of those hill, yeah. any of those fiberglass hill sports. Actually, I think somebody who wrote in today, he and I—I I won't say who, but he and I used to do a ski club because uh-huh. it's only we could afford to go <clears throat> snowboarding at school. Yeah, and like it was like clockwork. His car broke down about like halfway through our reservation <laughs> oh, yeah. every time. And I, if I remember correctly, we like regardless of what the problem was, just put more antifreeze into the car, and it would usually make it. Yep. And then we'd have to stop on the way back. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, anyway. I remember now. Yeah. So yeah, but I like talking about how I can't afford to do that now. <laughs> uh, I love cold walks with Ginny and Mandy. It fucking woo woo wakes me up. Just to you know what I mean? Yeah, like, getting hit with the cold air. Nose during a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, I like feeling. I like playing video games without feeling guilty about it. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, getting getting a lot more reading done. Yeah. Oh fuck. Like, I I, yeah, that, that like that. outdoor stuff, but indoor. Yeah, video games, books, so shit I, like that. Uh, what the hell? <laughs> I well, I have that like. Oh, I like hot toddies, and I like avoiding people during the winter because I'm convinced that like the dry winter air makes it clearer mm-hmm. I, that my face is a mess. Yeah. Um. Well, also your yours and mine are jobs. They. uh we're outside more often. Oh yes, than most all people. fucking winter. Yeah. Anyway, you, you weigh more than I for sure. Uh, I have anything genuine here? I do. Okay, this was something that I always liked in winter, and I'm not. I've gotten into this. I'm not a religious person, mm-hmm. but for some reason, come winter time, we used to go when we were kids. We yeah. used to go to midnight mass. Yeah. And the organist here would mm-hmm. do Ave Maria. Yeah. And for some reason, I really liked that. 
And the thought of it makes me feel good now. Okay. I don't want to go back to church. I'm just saying I enjoyed that. Well, there it was, was a that time thing. frame around Christmas, right? Yeah, it might have been greed. It was probably greed because I knew I was getting <laughs> stuff the next day. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, you ruined it. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It's something wholesome with Christmas, I think. That time of year, your family's in. You're enjoying each other's company. Oh, yeah, another one. Disc golf. Went yesterday. Oh, it's it's not winter yet, so okay. stuff it up your ass. No, that was a good question. I like regional ones. <laughs> yes, thank you. Sorry for the bad answer. <laughs> no, no, it was good. Th- yes, thank you for the question. That was good. <clears throat> all right, on to the next. Uh, Jesse D. went all Aladdin on us with this question. Uh, if you had three wishes, what would you wish for? <clears throat> go ahead. Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah, sure. All right, do we go back and forth, or should I just do all three of them? Do all three. All right. Number one, Half-Life 3, on console and not in VR. That's my first wish. I, okay, yeah, I'm down with that. Okay, that's a big one. Um, I have, okay, I put, so this is a little serious. I put to have something published, like anything, like novel, short story, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then not, but then I put like, but I don't want it to be as a result of a wish, a wish because I'd rather do it on my own. I was going to say, that's, that, so that's, I was very that careful be, not to do things yeah, that were that occurred like, to me, but then I didn't write anything else for the second one. Okay. Oh, I do have a third one, though. Oh, this is a good one, I think. Okay, third wish. Ready? Okay. It's serious. Uh, oh, but it kind of it does kind of uh, neglect what I said earlier about throwing up in the urinals. Yeah. Like, so I wrote down, let's just say for the sake of argument, I maybe think I do poop out of my butt. You do poop so, out of your butt. To, Quit so lying. my third wish is to only poop once a day and it to be so solid I don't have to use that bamboo toilet paper from Grove ever again. <laughs> Oh, that's right. You're poor asshole. Sorry, Mandy. <laughs> that's it. Those are my three wishes. That was an old fucking Vietnam War torture. A little bamboo shoots oh up your butthole. Oh, it was too, wasn't it? <laughs> I think. Under your fingernails, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm done. All that's right. it. Those are my three wishes. All right, great, great. <clears throat> All right. Uh, mine are a little more realistic, <clears throat> I guess. Or, well, I don't know, in the, in the true vein of... Uh, a wish, genuinely, something that you can't. I meant control. all of those. I know you meant them, but like some of those you could control. Whatever. <laughs> okay. And with that, uh, first one would be uh, that people would get their personal lives in order before telling one, uh, everyone else how to live. That's a good one. That's never going to happen, but okay. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? It's a lofty wish. Two, uh, it, this is kind of a two parter, but they go hand in hand. Uh, Free trade and peace amongst nations. That would be nice. It's a very Miss America answer. Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> it is, yes. <clears throat> All right. World yeah. peace. World yeah. peace. <laughs> Isn't that Miss Congeniality? It was. Okay. Yes. Okay. And three, uh, I'd like to win a major lottery jackpot. Okay. So that's my three wishes. That's it? <clears throat> yeah, pretty, pretty plain. Is anything to expand on? I, I can expand on the lottery one in a later question. Okay. All right. I won't get into it. That, that's good. I, 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 I think mine are better, but yeah, we can yes, move on. Yes, yours to the next are very, you're, you're, you're more creative. I will admit you are far more creative than I with a lot and of your, sweatier. You're oh, very sweaty. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Chris's wife, Mandy, went hard and hit us with a pile of questions. And when you did say she sent eight, she technically did because some of these are two parters. Oh, okay. So right. we got a big old pile of questions from Mandy. One. Wait, I have to uh, just <laughs> from a brown nosing perspective. Oh, here we Mandy, go. Mandy, I have to tell you, it says my sweet Mandy's questions mm. is the heading for this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, I'm done. Yeah, ass kissing 101 right there. 
but you wouldn't get a brown nose because there's no butthole down there. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, what's the first one? All right, first one. Uh, if you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Easy. Grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Forever. Forever. Come on. That's an in-joke for Mandy. I won't uh, expand on it. So you're telling so realistically you're quesadillas. Telling it, okay. <clears throat> yeah, probably quesadillas. Yeah, all right. Mine's mine's fairly similar. Or spicy lentil soup <clears throat> with non bread. Uh, that's that's it, huh? Or eggs. Well, I mean, come on here. You it's gotta, quesadillas. Quesadillas. Yep. Hands down. All right, I'll just do it. Quesadillas. All right. So mine's very similar, but it's far more thought out. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I would have to go with a monster burrito that is full of steak, chicken, rice, beans, lettuce, cheese, peppers, sour cream, guacamole, and onions. That way I would have a little bit of everything. And if I got tired of some of it, I could pick some of it out for a few days. Plus, I think that covers my nutrients. Well, I feel fucking stupid. <laughs> well, what kind of situation am I in where I'm only eating one thing for the rest of my life? Something must have happened. Old boy. Old boy. Wait, the the movie? Yeah. What happened? He got get... the same fucking meal every oh, day. Oh, that's right. That's how he yeah, tracked him down. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if you find yourself in an old boy That's a situation. great fucking movie. Which one? The fucking, the real one. Not fucking Josh Brolin. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Park Chan-wook, right? Park I, Chan-wook? Don't, I don't know. Okay. All right. Two, would you rather win the lottery or work at the perfect job and why? So I said I will expand on this. Uh, my third one was I'd like to, my third wish was winning the lottery. So I said lottery. That way I don't have to answer to anybody. Plus that gives me the flexibility to start my own business if I wanted to thus creating my own dream job. Okay, that actually makes a lot more sense. I was going for like quick and noble because I said absolutely no question. Perfect job. Nothing's earned in the lottery. Which kind of goes with that other wish. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So I guess I would rather have the perfect job. But mm-hmm. I guess if you're if you, if you if have... you're using it toward something good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's objective. All it of is. these are. Okay. Uh, three, list two pet peeves. Go ahead. No, oh, fuck. This was hard. I got a lot of them. <laughs> no, because so, you're an angry man. No, I'm not angry. I got a. So like I, just, angry. I just picked two, and it's because it's the weekend. Um, so I, so my my number. This might be my biggest pet peeve on the planet. Okay. Um, anyone who doesn't take dump etiquette serious as seriously as I do. If you uh, obsessive. were Pull up, pull up to the end, and then walk to your stations. Walk to recyclables. Walk to the cardboard. Walk to the trash. Don't park where it is and then block it. It drives me nuts. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday I went to the dump, and All there right. was a man I ahead gotta... of me. Who... <laughs> so you said dump etiquette. I'm like, this guy can't stop talking about shit today. Oh, no, I didn't even think about it like that. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean dump etiquette? Like messy bathrooms in public bathrooms? I don't bathrooms? have any dump etiquette. I throw up in the urinals. But if you're at the transfer <laughs> station, what I'm saying is, is if you're at the transfer station, you need to be respectful. Okay. That's it. No. Oh, I had two. Oh, he has two. Yeah. What's, uh, what's oh, your second? Um, anybody who folds a corner of a book, especially one that you've borrowed instead of just using a bookmark. Like a paperback? Yeah, just... don't do that. <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of shitty. That's it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Those are good. All right. First, I already touched on it with my wishes, but people who don't have their shit together and want to tell me how to live, vote, spend my money, etc. That's a pet peeve. That's like uh, <clears throat> That's kind of a, a deep one there. 
It's... I'm with you on that. My mom and I were talking about it the other day. She mm-hmm. and I both have this similar thing where, like, yeah. the idea of, even if somebody's right, the idea of somebody telling me to do something is just instant irritation. Yeah, yeah. And I will go Especially up Especially like, if they're a fucking loser. Yeah, or, like, <laughs> even if they're not, like, it just, uh-huh. I get to an unreasonable point where I just, like, I will go out, I will harm myself, go out of my way to not do what I'm told to do. And it doesn't always benefit me, but yeah. that really pisses me off. Wow. Unless I really respect the person. Okay. If you told me what to do right now, I'd think about it. All right, shut up. I got my second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And second, um, you'll you'll like this one, I'm sure. People who don't clean their cars off after a snowstorm, they deserve every traffic accident they're in because of it. 100%. Yep. I love that. I wish I'd done that. <laughs> somebody driving around with just like a little bit wiped out of the windshield and That's the roof it. is still covered. Yeah, roof, windows, everything's covered nice still. You like... should all be candidates for the Darwin Awards every year. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yep. I like that. All right. Uh, okay, so if there's any youngsters in the room, which there shouldn't be because we're a couple of shitbirds, this question is... Uh, number four, how old were you when you learned Santa wasn't real, and how did you find out? I wrote, I believe I was eight or nine, and my friend and I were hellbent on finding out the truth. Uh, we snuck handwriting samples from our parents and all of that. Like, you did not. Swear to God. You fucking Nancy drew it? Hell yeah. Really? Hell yeah. Wow. So, and I think my parents finally told me around that time frame, too, because I, I figured it out. So I would say at least definitely by age 10 at the latest it was known, but somewhere between 8 and 10. I, I can't remember exactly where. So, yeah. How old were you? I put 37 because you just told me. <laughs> no, I don't fucking know. It's one of those things that, like, there's, like, I take – so there's things that, like, parents – I don't have any kids, which mm-hmm. I guess this will come up, too. Um, like, parents almost have lie, like, mulligan lies. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they're allowed, like – Joe, your kid's not the lie, but then they can lie to him about, like, I don't know, fucking Santa Claus, Claus, whatever else. So I can't remember. I have no idea. I don't even have a good answer for it. I thought the one I wrote down was all right. (laughs) Now I'm losing it. (laughs) Okay. 37 for Chris. It was a nice question, though, Mandy. Thank Uh, you. Yes. Okay. So number five, would you rather trade intelligence for looks or looks for intelligence? Go ahead. Uh, (laughs) I put that it's an irrelevant question when you've already got both. Oh, so, man. I don't think, I mean, minus this giant red pimple right here. That, yeah. I, I think I think I only. When's Calvin Klein calling for your next shoot? I have a Calvin Klein sweater. I bought it at Marshall's <laughs> so in 2019. No, it 2018. fucking St. Vinny's. Um, anyway, so I, <laughs> when you're as attractive as I am, both mentally and physically, <laughs> I, I feel that even like all my acne, all it is, it's only there. To keep me humble. It's like a little, it's like God's giving me a little reminder to just, you know, tone it down a little bit every now and then. If I get too pretty, he just puts people on my uh, the, the great beauty equalizer. I would rather be intelligent because, all right, look, I'm already married. <laughs> okay. So Mandy loves me. Uh-huh. And obviously my hobby is what I've chosen to do. This is complete, like there's no image to it. Yeah. So it's behind a microphone or at a laptop. So, or at a disc golf course. Or a disc golf course. And we all look goofy there. Yeah. Short shorts, mm-hmm. Subarus. So. <laughs> all right. Short shorts and Subarus. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, I wrote uh, neither, but if I absolutely had to pick one, I would go with intelligence over uh, looks because beauty is in the eye of the beholder. That and if you're super smart, you can just make a bunch of money and get plastic surgery if you had to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. You get <laughs> yeah. a lot of workarounds. Fuck yeah. Game the system. <laughs> 
That's a good question, though, Andy. Thank you. Yes, thank you. All right. And last one from Chris's wife. Uh, What would be on the gag reel of your life? I just wrote mostly apologizing for saying insensitive things I didn't know would be taken as offensive. I got long on this one. Okay, go ahead. All right. Uh, Definitely when I was naked at 3 a.m. during a party at my old house back in my early 20s, kicking a rotisserie chicken at Chris's head. Yeah, and he got me, too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, let's see, bringing out my dirt bike or bringing my dirt bike into the house so we could take photos on it with a blow up doll. Oh yeah. I do remember that was there. Yep. Uh, driving over a fixed object off the side of the road because I was a DD one night while a couple of my friends who had tried acid that evening (laughs) (laughs) had me drive and they told me to drive over it. It's fucking hilarious. (laughs) Um, allegedly that happened okay um driving through town blaring bluegrass music in my dad's old truck with a haggard tarp blowing out of the back of the truck like all the way through town that was pretty funny and i once ran out into my yard while in the middle of the day while my roommate was practicing golf and i stole the golf ball and ran away while i was naked i remember that yeah yeah. i used to get it naked a lot yeah you used to get naked a lot yeah it was it was a lot of fun so never saw that butthole though (laughs) That's, just the outside of it. I can remember the of color it. of it. Purple. <laughs> yes. Purple yeah. and blue. Yeah. Bruised. There was this whole conspiracy that you'd been painting it with purple or great popsicles. Yeah, I was wiping it. Wiping with great popsicles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just a dash of some of the shit. Yeah, so I could go I, on, I could, on Yeah, we could go. We could have a whole episode that is the, the gag reel. I'm All pretty right. much good. <laughs> so... My wife, Ashley, hit us with a few quick questions. Oh, thank you for the questions, Mandy. Yes. Thank you, Mandy. Nice job. Okay, now cook Chris's dinner so he shuts up. No, we're doing it easy for the next week. Too much Thanksgiving stuff. She made this baked brie, like wrapped in croissants last night. Mm -hmm. How's your cholesterol today? I don't feel great. (laughs) Sure. So, like, yeah, we ate a bunch of baked brie and then sat up and, like, drank scotch and played Goat Simulator until, like, 1 30 in the morning. (laughs) Anyway. All right. So, <laughs> so this is Ashley's question. Yes, yes. My wife Ashley hit us with a few quick questions. All right. First, what is your dream vacation? What's yours? Oh, you want me to put this in here? Go ahead. I put anywhere I can drive because I'm such an awful flyer. I, I agree. Fucking hate it. So, and like, oh, I also put. <laughs> God, I wonder if I'm just insufferable to people to listen to. But I put no uh, comment. No, no, I put. <laughs> Now that I'm a disc golfer, I guess like anywhere with mild weather, like just so I don't sweat, mm-hmm. and several disc golf courses would be I'd be pleased with. And I love the idea of driving places because it means that Mandy and I can bring Bean. So that's I would yeah. I, there's a lot of places I want to see. Okay, but I'm just I'm resigned to like I'm going to have to fly to get there. We're going to Vegas next week. We're going to Colorado in May, and then but I'm driving to Tennessee in the fall. So okay, I'm excited about driving. To Tennessee. All right. Um, let's see. My dream vacation would be having a personal driver haul my wife and I around the American West in a large RV that's towing a car so we can peel off and go on mini adventures in the car at our various destinations. That's a good. Yeah. Okay. That would be really awesome because I'm not wild about flying. It's 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 not the flying itself. It doesn't scare me. It's nothing like that. It's the fucking process. It's a pain in the ass. It is. It's just it pisses me off. So that's my issue with flying. So, yeah, that that would be the dream vacation. All right, second question. What's the worst thing that's ever happened to you on a vacation? And I said, 
I believe I touched on it in the vacation episode, but our Adirondack camping trip where my boat got shot, I got lake water stuck in my ear, one of our friends had mono, another got food poisoning, but I did get naked and climbed into his tent for some great photos. Got naked again. Okay. Yeah. So that was probably the worst thing on a vacation. I have one. What, what was your worst thing? It's day? definitely the time I got covered in ticks at Nassateague Island. Oh. And the best part was I didn't know it until we had already drove back to New York. Oh. And then I had to get treated with Lyme disease, for Lyme disease. Oh, it God. was horrible. How many I was, tick bites do you have? I don't know. I found like 11 of them on me when we got back. How old were you? Well, let me think. It was the year Grand Theft Auto 3 came out. So... That's I can't like remember. 99, 15, 16, yeah, somewhere 14, in there. 15, yeah. something around. So there. I think I was probably about 16. Maybe. I hate ticks. I hate ticks so much. Oof. It grosses me out so yeah. fucking bad. Fuck I practically things. stripped down in a restaurant the other day because we went disc golfing and a mm-hmm. friend of ours had one tick on his hoodie when we got to lunch. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So yeah, definitely the ticks. That's my worst. Yeah. Do not like them. I agree. All right. Uh, one time I played. Oh, never mind. That's not bad. What? No, I vacation, for- bad vacation. Yeah, so that doesn't count. I was okay. gonna say like it was a long drive and I made like fifteen hours of progress on Pokemon. That's good for you, I guess. Yeah, I enjoyed it. All right. <laughs> and this is a good one. All right. Third question. What would your stripper names be? I got three. You got three stripper names? Yeah, because I couldn't decide which one I'm gonna do. All right. David Cranberry, mm-hmm. Unkempt Ken, or Bushy Bob. Okay. But I think I'd go with Bushy Bob. Mainly because you're Monster Bush. And any <laughs> And like but the thing of it is, it doesn't it does it doesn't matter because I don't even take my shirt off at the beach. So the idea that I would be a stripper is just Yes. No. I, I, I'm with you. So Plus you imagine the pimples I would get and the places I would get them if I was up against a pole. Just look what happened to my face when Ginny <laughs> licked me once yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Oh god, any greasy fucking pole. No, I go with <laughs> I'd go with uh, Bushy Bob. Okay, Bushy Bob. Yeah. All right. I like that. Uh, so this, for me, is kind of a loaded question because my wife already knows what my stripper name would be because we had a fucking laugh about it, so I think she just wants the world to know, and I will gladly share it. My stripper name would be Sugar Snaps. Oh, God. Like the peas? So Why? Okay, because I'm sweet. And I'd be shaking my pea pod at the world. And <laughs> and my joints constantly snap and crack when I move. So I'd just be busy snapping my fingers to hide the noises. <laughs> so I'd be sugar snaps. Sugar snaps. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty out there just <laughs> snapping my fucking, my ankle and knees fucking <laughs> popping and cracking. <laughs> My pee pod flapping about. What was the porn thing was supposed to be like your like what the road you grew up on and then your middle name or something oh, like that? Oh yeah. Right. It's like yeah, the road you grew up. Everybody has a different one, just yeah. like everybody has a different rule for asshole. Yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> all right. Those are the questions from my wife. Thank you, Ashley. Appreciate them. Okay. On to the next one. <laughs> like I was just like, what else is like <laughs> It's like, oh, your porn name's got to be like the first two albums you ever bought. So like, mine would be Garbage Bush. <laughs> garbage Bush? Yeah, Garbage and Bush. Oh, like the band. Yeah. Um, I guess the band's not the album. Okay, if it was the band, it would be like Genesis Metallica. 
And okay, that's pretty stupid. I don't like that as a, as a stripper name. Yeah, like Genesis Metallica. No, I mean, now, actually, now I, I would say, you know, it'd be pretty good, though, if it was the album, because I'd be like, here comes Ride the Lightning. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm changing mine. So my stripper name is now Garbage Bush. Garbage Bush. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that's good. Only works for tips. All right. All right. Thank you for the questions. On to the next. Here we go. <clears throat> Thank you. Kyle W. has. Oh, fuck. All, All right. right. Uh, fire up the camper and the fucking Impreza. The apology tour begins now. Yeah, there we go. All right. Kyle W. has some legit questions for us. Uh, number one, what is Chris's definition of a hipster? I've heard him shit on them multiple times during the show. However, he has a beard, enjoys craft beer, <laughs> wears Brickenstocks, axe throwing, etc., is all canon, and makes me wonder how he differs from his own definition. Let me just throw this out here real quick before you get it. Okay. My answer is good. I'm glad someone called him out on his hypocrisy. <laughs> no, glad you got me back. Yeah. Though he, all right, I, I, let me finish. All right. Though he may appear and sound like a quote unquote hipster, I don't feel that he has the arrogance that many hipsters do. Oh, thank you. So, That's a kind of, is that a backhanded compliment? No, it's against hipsters. Okay. I'll all take right. it. All right. So. Let's get defending yourself here, okay. Phil. This is a deep one. <laughs> this is actually, and I did write, okay. And like, honest to God, uh -huh. this one, for some reason, when I'm actually called out on being a hypocrite, uh -huh. like if nobody says, and nobody's ever said anything because I've never gone and put all of it on the fucking internet like a moron, but- like, when I'm called out, it really makes me stop. And I honestly have spent, like, no small amount of time, <laughs> like, the past two weeks. Like, like, this hit you. Yeah. I'm just like, because <laughs> it was like this, like, it, hit, it did hit me. It hit me like a fucking wow. kombucha tea. It just like, <laughs> am I? Could could I? Could I come across as a, a douchebag? <laughs> like, am I being a hypocrite? And, like, honestly... I just started thinking about it. Like Mandy and I both tend to flock to like more hip spots whenever Absolutely. we're in like you a population center. Hipsters, and well, I do check a lot of the boxes. Yes. Like the more I think about like how much like shit I do, like or I guess the more I think about how much I shit on hipsters, like the worse I feel about it. Um, self hating. I honestly, this <laughs> did. I did. Like I think part of it comes from like. Growing up in like a smallish town and never having like the, I guess where do I put this? I'm happy here. There's a reason I'm here. Yeah. But like something about like feeling almost like you've never had the guts to go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So it's easier to just like for me to dismiss other people doing like the things that I enjoy like together as a group. Mm -hmm. Um, like where they're accepted doing those things. Yeah, it's easier for me to dismiss them than for me to be there doing them myself you know what i'm saying like i guess it's easier to be a cynic than it is to be involved like to take the step to go do something yeah so like i'm almost embarrassed by it like because in this area there's not a lot of hipsters like obviously. there's one town where you can be a hipster and accepted for it right but it's, expensive. it's very expensive <laughs> so that's how it's away from it. but like around here they're generally not except like just people different aren't generally always accepted around our kind of a real more rural area. Yeah. So it's kind of, I can be like, yeah, fucking wads, fucking hipsters. <laughs> but then like, I'm going to go home. Like I'm going to tonight, I'm going to go home and read Berserk. <laughs> and yeah. like, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. So hundred <clears throat> percent. And this is like this in another question we're going to get to mm -hmm. have made me think the last couple of weeks. 
and I, 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 I need to, I need to calm down and say, like, as somebody who says that they're an advocate for individuality, <laughs> I do attack a lot, a lot of people. People, and like most attacks uh, and like cynicism and stuff, it's usually covering up some part of you some that deep you're, yeah. Issue? So, okay. yeah, a hundred percent. I guess didn't I ever say what a hipster is though? Like the definition? Yeah. I I mean like it, the image I think is a lot of like what he brought up here, the imagery of a hipster, but in my opinion, the whole hipster thing is yeah, you can look like that and do those things, but in my opinion the whole hipster side of it is the level of arrogance that comes with a lot of hipsters who kind of think they're one-upping you because they went to a fucking expensive college or think they're just right they think they're just i was thinking of like people who enjoy things ironically instead of just enjoying them because exactly you just enjoy that's them. yeah that's part of but it too i judge people very quickly especially somebody who doesn't want to be judged i do tend to judge people especially like how they're dressed like immediately so i need yeah. to stop doing that because as somebody who is wrong as often as I am, uh-huh. I still continue to think that I'm right. Even like, you'd think after being shown you're wrong so many times, you I would start to kind of figure it out and like yeah. change my opinion. So the next time I think something about somebody, there should be a yeah. voice in my head that says like, hey, calm down. Like, Well, I, I think there's a lot to that in, in that you have your own, I guess, views or prejudices toward whatever it may be. And... I guess the the big thing there is so long as you don't like act on it and say like oh fuck them or like this group of people or whatever the case is like as long as you're not genuinely like being a fucking negative person to them okay well but, that that's that's about what I have to say but I I am yeah I am uh, I am been actively called out and uh-huh. I appreciate it. <laughs> That just melted his so, fucking brain. I, no, I, I, I actually I do appreciate. It. I think I'm no. gonna I'm gonna make more of an effort at just not jumping to conclusions. No, yeah, I you don't you have the image. I don't think you have the attitude. Part of it comes that's, down to like I've just that's my said theory. whatever the fuck I want all the time because I'm just talking to like seven people. And like <laughs> so now the world's listening. And now I'm to just you. like so you put a microphone uh-huh. in front of my face and then just like now it's out there. Yeah. But no, it's a good question. Well, I appreciate that. that. That made me think, thank you, Kyle. See, that that's why I usually try to when I do call out something that I'm not too keen on, I usually end it with like well, whatever, it's not my life, or if that's what makes you happy yes. sort of thing. Yes. And that's how I genuinely feel about a lot of things. Now that I I'm need to shut, because what is it? when up. you point a finger, there's, what is it, three <laughs> fingers and a thumb, three fingers pointing back at you and a thumb pointing up in the air, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So that was a great question. All right, All right second question from Kyle. Uh, how much do you to script your stories versus reading from notes? Uh, I think the first fucking episode was a giant awakening. If that you we would need like to, write to see a, n- a night and day difference, yeah, our very first episode, because I had a full story written, Chris did not. I fell back the first two or three. I fell back on like if I didn't know what to say, just talk about weird stuff, like weird places I pooped or <laughs> what time I shit on myself. <laughs> or pooped, you know, what like I'm saying? something that has nothing to do with the story at yeah. all. I still remember the, but no, that was that was an awakening. So. We do for the stories, the actual like full episode stories. Yes, we do write the stories full, out ourselves. Yeah, the, the every story is scripted. Um, there's bullet points and notes before and after that we kind of babble through. If you haven't noticed, they get a little. Uh, it took us a long time before we even got something of an outro put together. 
Do we have one now? Not really. <laughs> I have, a, I have the same about? four bullet points. But yeah, like like you said, the stories are fully scripted. And I know for me, I read them verbatim. I, if we do interrupt each other, that's 100% authentic banter. Like that's not scripted. That is something that I put down that like that's one thing I'm still not super confident in. Like I, I don't think we're getting better at it. But like mm-hmm. if I make a comment to Corey or Corey, like if he makes a comment to me and like I'm not expecting it, yeah. I definitely could stand to be a little quicker on my feet. But yeah, the actual stories we do, we do a lot of writing for it. And again, yeah. whether you think it's good or not. But there's like a lot of time, but yeah, it. there's so. a lot of time, like, especially if you get a good book or, or something that's a, yeah, a long book you need to get through to get all your information. It takes a while, but, um, and let's see, what did I put here? Uh, maybe I want to say once in my story, getting back to like the banter during a story, I think I wrote once, like add a Chris insult here, like a joke or something. Oh, really? Just knowing that that would kick off banter. Like, okay, but I didn't even need to do so that. You've been manipulating me. I think once. I can't even remember. So, what like, it you was. writing that in would be like if I was computer and you were the coder. Wait, so you'd like that's like you're coding me. I coded you. Wow, yeah. Hmm. Huh. Okay, I guess let you into an into a banter thing. I feel gross. <laughs> I feel used. I know, like, because sometimes during your story, something is so perfectly put in front of you, like that has to be said. Okay. So, but no, I, other than that, story's 100% scripted and written, and everything else is God willing, whatever. <laughs> so, all right. Great questions, Kyle. You have yeah, any more to thank add? Thank you, Gal. You good on that? Yeah, I'm done. All right. Uh, I'm going to get through this one, too. I know. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Here we go. On to our second stop of the apology tour. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> June L has some very thoughtful questions and would like to know the following. One. Listen to your new po- to your God. new podcast and was wondering why Chris hates the French. He's pretty nasty speaking of them. Yeah, what do you got to say for your French hating? All right, you ready? La- well, that was the last soft serve, I believe. Okay, here it is. This is like honestly beyond this and like the hipster question. It, this is like all I've been able to think about for like the past two weeks. And I know that it might sound like I don't give a shit, but I never ever want to make anyone feel bad like the thought of making somebody feel bad makes my stomach hurt so real quick (laughs) i have absolutely nothing at all against the french (laughs) or anyone based on any nationality alone Uh unless they're dicks you know like the spanish Uh, Um, here here we go no i'm kidding i have nothing against the spanish um so like (laughs) this between this question and then being at my parents like a week or so ago mm-hmm. and my dad saying something he's like boy you got real harsh about the french i'm just like what <laughs> like yeah it really lit into him do you have any french listeners and in my head i'm like well, i don't think i said anything mean about the french but like i shouldn't have recorded the last show i was out of my mind i'm like boosters and like no sleep uh-huh. like i wrote what should have been a nice story about a cat finding its way back home and ended up attacking golden retrievers and the French for no good reason. Yeah. Then I went on about the Sunday blues like a wine ass, and then listed a like a list of tolerable Hugh Grant movies. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Are you just now remembering that up? Did you go listen to it? No, I don't dare to now. It was a haze for me. <laughs> so Manny pointed something out the other day that made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. She pointed out like, yes, most of our listeners are just family and friends. But some do not know me personally. That's something uh-huh. that's lost on me a lot. Yeah. So for better or worse, I am 
I am unrelentingly sarcastic. I think I brought that up. Yes. Mandy knows that like most of what I say is complete nonsense. And my friends know this. My parents, other people. But, you know, mm-hmm. but she's like, other people might not know that. <laughs> <laughs> and it never occurred to me ever. So, uh, yeah, I have nothing against French. I actually just worked for a couple. Mm-hmm. The wife was French. Oh, hooked you up with the booze, they right? They gave me a bottle of scotch as a tip. Yeah. And she was super sweet. They both were very, yeah, well, very lovely people. What a bunch of assholes, right? I'm Jeez. thinking about it. Like, <laughs> the French, they love bread, yeah. booze, cafes. Mm-hmm. So do I. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Mandy's favorite movies end up in Paris at one point or another. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the only way that, like, I can truly express that I'm being sincere right now would be, a ta- <laughs> would be to take a page... Out of the book of one of the greatest apologists of our time. Who would that be? Chinese-American actor, Mr. John Cena. Okay. Now, <laughs> back I know oh, that most French it. can't uh, speak Mandarin Chinese, but uh, they can speak French. And I did Duolingo <laughs> French lessons for one month a year and a half ago. Yeah. So I've written a heartfelt apology to all of France in French. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't remember anything specific from Duolingo, so I had to use du- uh, Google Translate, which is going to be atrocious. Yeah, I'm which sure. means that like if anyone out there something. speaks French, please write in and let us know how terrible Google Translate so, did here. Let's see here. <clears throat> now this is short. It might sound long. Just let me get through it. Okay, but it's because I can't speak French. So <clears throat> this is my French apology to France. French. Okay, France to France to the. Okay, whatever. Ready? The people and I'm going to read it, and then right. I'll tell you what it is. Cher enfant, je suis désolé pour le changement que la dieu à propos de vous. Tout de suite, mes parents sont des honnêtes à It sounds like you're mocking them. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm really not. Passionant. Okay, we're just, we'll get all through right, it. All right, all right, all right. Et je pense qu'ils vont bien aussi. Franck. Et je que veux-tu être nos Et nos recontadiens. Vous nous aurions un bon coin en commun. Vous êtes des gens. Je suis des gens. Et je crois vous pour vous. Encore une fois, je souhaite de se prouver son de titis. Comme les papas, we're almost done. Comme les papas, des choses sont des tests. Je tenais pénises. Rien de tout cela. Cordialement, Chris. This is painful. P.S. J'ai élevé une fois un chien qui parait français et j'ai un amour bien coupé. A French guy is going to listen to this. Is he handicapped? <laughs> There's something wrong with him. That's just my impression of a mentally handicapped French boy. <laughs> no, that's real. I put that as a real apology. Okay. Do you want me to read what the English? No, you... I wanna. I I wanna leave it. No, I'm gonna read the all English. Right, I fine. gotta. You gotta put it out. All right, there. all right, all right. Dear France, this is for our English-speaking French people. Okay. Dear France, I am sorry about the things that I said about all of you being bird-boned. My parents, <laughs> <laughs> my parents are avid bird watchers, and I think that they are fine too. France, I think that if you and I sat down and met, we would have a lot in common. You're people, I'm people, and I know that you can't really fit underneath closed doors. Again, I'm sorry for the things I said. Like most things I say, I didn't mean any of it. Best regards, Chris. P.S. I fostered a dog once that spoke French, and I loved her very much. Okay. There, there's that my was... fucking apology to her. Over. All right. Done. 
That's good. That was an honestly God apology. You know how many fucking people apologize and don't mean it? I spent a fucking hour trying to figure out how to say that in French. (laughs) I love. You know what you could have done? You could have had Google Translate pulled up, had all of that in, and just hit play. Oh, no fucking way. Yeah, just turn your computer up and hit play, and it would pro- – don't do it right now. Okay. Now. <laughs> hey, it will be a bonus episode. Uh, Ooh, we can do it all in French. No. All okay. right. So would you like to hear my answer to that? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. Yeah, you call him out. <laughs> See? See, Christopher, your words have consequences. I'm seeing uh, that now. Okay. Now, serious though? All right. I, though I will say – we do market ourselves as a history slash comedy podcast, so I wouldn't take any of our insults too seriously unless we legit say, like, yeah, fuck them. Yeah, so, I could. Like, I was thinking about, like, what if I did hate the French? Like, I'm trying to think, like, like you're what a, would the reasons be? Yeah. And I know so little about no them. No reason, The yeah. only thing I could come, like, the first thing that came to mind was, like, John Cleese's French character from Monty Python and the Holy Grail was a jerk. That's all I have. I have nothing else to say about the French. And I can't believe I came across this so crass and harsh, and I just don't feel good about it. Okay. But now I put it out there, and I'm done with it. Well, yeah. And as I said, you're... We're we're not that serious. Yes, and Christopher is pure sarcasm. Growing up with him was difficult at times. Mm. So, uh huh. All right. Second question from June L. I'm guessing. Good I, question though, June. And yes. honestly, real quick, I'm glad you said something because I could use as much food for thought as possible. Because sometimes my brain gets a little empty and it uh-huh. needs a little nibble. Well, the camper. He he shovels all the garbage out of his camper and this has been piling up. Uh huh. All right. Second one, uh, I'm guessing neither of you have children. How could you tell? Um, (laughs) If you did, did, how would you spend time with them? Uh, I said, I would teach them on how to insult and assault people like Christopher so all this weakness that's plaguing the country can be washed from the lands. Wait, wait, you're saying I'm weak? (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding, kidding, kidding. All right, realistically... Um, I'd probably spend time with them outdoors in doing constructive things, teaching them things I wish I knew at a younger age. Uh, but I don't plan on having children, so that won't happen because I'm almost 40. That it? That's it. All right, I got no kids. Nope, I don't have any kids. I got one dog. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm not sure how I'd spend time with them. Uh, I just, I'd be very confused as to where they came from, most likely, and would do my best to find their parents. But I guess, like, <laughs> if they were my children, yeah. the only – okay, this, is, this could get – we're going to get super personal. I don't have any kids. Probably not going to have a kid. Yeah. It's um, – you know, whatever. But the one thing that does come to mind every now and then is I'd like to read – like, if I had a kid, I'd like, I, would, I think I would enjoy reading to them and getting them into books. I think that – I would find that very rewarding. I think I'd find it so rewarding I'd be impatient with them for not being old enough to read yet. <laughs> isn't but, that well isn't there things you could do like go to the library and volunteer to read to kids fuck yeah <laughs> you see the shit that you miss out on when you're not a great person <laughs> well I, I don't know but actually I, that's a fantastic idea you probably can't i know there's quite a vetting process for stuff um my dad's trying to do big brother right now and like oh okay there are hours of interviews i'm to sure get, which there should be but yeah, yeah. there's a lot of fucked up weirdos. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's that's it for no kids. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Yes. Yes. I know. Uh, quick. I have nothing against children having children. Any of that. I have a cat. 
So <laughs> okay, yes, okay. <laughs> no, no, it's um, yeah. So, all right, third one. I thoroughly enjoy your podcast. I'm not opposed to Thank swearing, you. and they said they do a lot of it. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> do you two cuss so much in order to get the point across of your content? Or okay, but why do you two cuss so much in order to get the point of your content across to the listeners? So do you have an answer for our swearing? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a drink, drink of <laughs> just had a drink of this fucking seltzer water. Um, I said, <laughs> cursing is the only option people with limited vocabularies have to properly get their points across. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Maybe we can do like a no swear episode one oh, time. Oh, that'd be tough. You know? No, that wouldn't. I could do it. Of all the things already this show <clears throat> that have been presented to me as maybe a failing for myself, I'm mm-hmm. going to work on the other ones. I don't know. I've always, like, we're boys. We grew mm-hmm. up, like, there was nothing better than swearing. Oh, and yeah. I think it's just one of those things that kind of formed in your brain. Yep. And now it won't go. Yep. And, like, the only thing that ever held me back from swearing were my parents, mm-hmm. you know? But then they started watching Deadwood. Now they swear a lot, <laughs> especially like like yesterday. I said some horrible things on the disc golf course yeah. in front of my mother. <laughs> but I was very upset, and the only way that I could express how I felt about the disc hitting one fucking branch that's sticking out of this goddamn tree was to call it, I think it was a, uh, I don't remember, it was a mother fudge butt shit fuck something. Uh-huh. So. Sometimes you just need cursing. It's like, it's just a release. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like confetti coming out of your mouth that only you can see. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good good uh, description. I I'm wrote... sorry I swore so much right there, June. Okay. So I will, I'll tone it down the rest of the show. So I wrote, uh, must be you've spoken with my mother. She shares the same sentiment. <laughs> Corey's mom, you, oh, you're going to probably talk about it, aren't you? Uh no, I, I just said she's she's why do you two swear so much? I said, I don't know, but here's my here's my answer. I've worked for a construction company for the last twenty years of my life. It's part of my DNA at this point. Yeah. Like if I don't say fuck at least twenty times in a day, something's wrong. I do I can dial it back in front of like customers. Absolutely. I will not swear in yes. like I know when to stop. Yeah. It, it, yeah, we're not just like your mom had that swear jar in the kitchen, remember? Yeah, just she made so much quarter money off in it every everyone. time you said fuck. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, all right. Though I do realize I swear a lot, and I do. I have been trying to reel it in. Um, but to be fair, there's also a swear word in our show's name, so it should be implied that cussing will be part of it. <laughs> but thank you for listening. Okay. Is that the whole thing? I guess. Yeah. And okay. oh, oh, that's right. Quick add-on. This made me think of something stupid and funny. Uh, Chris and I should start a show called something stupid and cutesy, like stuffed animal collector but when people listen we just tell andrew dice clay jokes for an hour oh that's pretty good <laughs> toy what is it called yeah. today on stuffed animal collector little miss muffet sat on a tuffet <laughs> long spider that's what's very... in the bowl bitch <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> All right, scrap All right. this fucking show. All right, I'm doing yeah. That. Thank you, thank you, June, for the questions. Very thank great. You, thank you for listening. All right, Polly D has a very serious question for us. That being, if you guys could commit any major crime and get away with it, what crime would it be? Oh, I had a lot of trouble with this, and it was like right before he came over. Uh-huh. So I just put impersonating a judge so I could hand down nonsense verdicts to horrified defendants all day for one day. 
That would be hilarious. That would be fucking great because uh-huh. they would all get their feet fucking bound. Uh-huh. All of them. That's not Traffic a, infractions. That's not a hilarious, abuse. like, I mean, all right. Yeah, domestic abusers, you could bind their feet. Yeah, I'd be fine That'd be that. fine with that. Yeah. I don't know what else you could do. Ooh, you could do, like, I don't know, murder. You got to be the valet for the judge for a week, which is me. Um, I didn't actually think any of them. Yeah, this is like you could have just gone like really goofy. Armed fun robbery, with that. armed robbery, uh-huh. uh, prison You're... blanket. Wait, no, blanket prison. Oh God! The judge makes a prison out of blankets, and you have to stay in it. I think you'd get out pretty quick. Okay, <clears throat> all right. I didn't, well, my first thought was murder, but I don't oh, want to kill anybody. I, well, yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right, so I said this is tough. What a horrible answer on my part. I know. You, <laughs> someone murder. If there's a, a tough, oh, I could just see the Netflix documentary now. Tough shit, the murder. Yeah. Why? Because you're going to murder someone. Apparently. No, I don't have the stomach for it. Okay. All right, so I said this is tough because most major crimes create victims. Uh, so I guess, which isn't very cool. I'm not too cool with that. So I guess I'd probably just go with a slew of victimless crimes that get one over on Uncle Sam. For example, I'd manufacture and sell grain alcohol, uh, build machine guns, not pay taxes ever again, bootleg cigarettes, never register my vehicles or anything else, and pretty much not get permission from the government for anything ever again. But I'm a good boy and still play by their shitty rules. Do so you want to be a sovereign citizen? Essentially, and get yeah. away with it. Have you already written a manifesto? <laughs> or no? I mean, all of those things. You wouldn't do those? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> but, like, so, for some reason, the first thing that came to mind, because well, those are the big ones, is murder. No, murder, I did robbery, put, like rob a bank or something. I did put, I was going to say bank robber. Yeah. But that's just because I like heat. I, I <laughs> thought of, like, yeah. if I could somehow rob a bank. Without creating, you know, victims, but have the get away from heat. But there's a ton of victims. It's terrible. Well, we could do like airsoft guns. Okay, yeah, we'd get shot to death by the police. Okay, all right, <laughs> all right. Thank you for the question. All right, next one. Kathy M has a very legit question for us. Being one, uh, what is the most interesting and or surprising thing that you have learned while doing research for the podcast? I wrote. For our first Christmas episode, the 1920s Santa Claus bank robbery and its aftermath stands out to me just because it was so fucking wild and how it isn't a movie or a major thing. That was pretty cool. Blows me away. And I never heard anything about it. Um, Honorable mentions would be the man-eating tiger in Russia in the 90s for our hunting episode. Uh, And the surgery episode, all of the information from the uh, World War I face surgery that uh, that I learned about, but I would I'll honestly say, for me, everything I've researched, I almost always learn something, and that's just cool. But those stand out. So, all right, what what do you got that's interesting? Well, I just was gonna say I know who this is, but maybe just for namesake, yeah, yeah, we'll just recognize uh-huh. that I know who you are, and thank you. We for know your questions, we- and you're the best. <laughs> we know who most of these people are. Okay. Um- <laughs> So, uh, I guess, <laughs> what was the question again? What's the best? What is the most interesting and or surprising thing that you have learned while doing research for your podcast? I never thought I'd be apologizing to all of France. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one for me. Uh-huh. Um, so, I guess some standouts. Uh, finding out that TGI Fridays was originally a gay bar. Yeah. That was very interesting. Uh-huh. Um, the Cleveland the Balloon. Uh, disaster. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. That was one of the most interesting things I ever actually looked at. Um, 
Oh, the fucking, for some reason, God, all right, stop cursing so much. <laughs> it's so hard. You dumb weenus. <laughs> <laughs> the sky burial thing, when uh, we that did the was funeral gnarly. show, yeah. I really, so I'd say actually, probably between two of my favorites might have been the funeral episode and the surgeries one. Yeah. As far as like, Material and reading and stuff. I agreed. I yeah. like. I don't know. I like reading fucked up shit. So like that was cool. Mm-hmm. Really like the sky burial. I think that would be my standout. Yeah. But yeah, we are learning a ton of stuff, which is fun. It's awesome. Never, ever would have learned yeah. otherwise. So going. Yeah. yeah, just going out of our way to learn about things that yeah we wouldn't normally learn about is great. It's cool. So, all right, excellent question. Thank you. So we've finally made it to the last question, and we are running long. Damn, this yeah. is a long episode. Okay, last question comes from John C. Uh, coming in Thank hot. Thank you, John. Yes, with some Halloween-centric questions. And yes, it's still technically fall, so suck my balls, Christmas. So first, Yeah, fuck Christmas. <laughs> first question. So I, I don't know if I misread this or what, but it says, what is the coolest Halloween episode that you've ever seen? So I'm assuming a TV show. Oh, I didn't go with TV show, but okay. Like, what did you, what did you, how did you take it? I, Any I, episode of anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. An episode of. Do you want me to do mine? Yeah, yeah. Your... What's your answer for this one? Well, because I was trying to rack my brain, but because you put that in there, TV shows and like, I don't know. Like, it was like, obviously, like, Treehouse of Terror was always fun when we were that's, kids. That's what I put, Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, actually, I just listened, so I just listened to a, uh, an, like, a couple-year-old episode of Sidework. Have you ever heard of Sidework? Sidework is a podcast from these two chicks that have been, like, in the service injury, in, injury, in the service industry, like, as bartenders, waitresses, hostesses, yeah. whatever, for, like, 30 fucking years between the two of them. Huh. So it's a show just about the service industry and waitresses and bartending. Oh wow. But they're fucking funny. Yeah. Like it's it's not a lot of substance, but they had a Halloween episode a couple years ago where the guest was Henry Zabrowski from last podcast. Oh, okay. And it was all about haunted like restaurants and, like, stuff, and stuff like that. It was fucking awesome cuz they did this thing and I won't go on the whole thing cuz now I can't curse. But there was one ghost called the Blue Lady. Okay. And Henry took it only as being um <laughs> a ghost of a comedian who only does blue material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I fucking died. I was on the rowing machine and I almost fell off of it. I laughed so fucking hard. So, yeah, look out for uh, side work. Um, but that one in particular really stood out. That was probably my favorite, like, Halloween episode. Oh, that's cool. So That's, that's good. mine. Uh, yeah, I, there's a lot of stuff, so nothing really jumped out. But I said, assuming you're talking about TV shows, that or I missed part of the question – I'd say the most solid take on any Halloween episode would be the Treehouse of Horror series on The Simpsons. Those were fun. Yeah. Like, we watched a lot of them when we were, me and I uh, first started dating because we couldn't afford cable or anything. So yeah. all we had to watch was one of those, like, you had recorded, like, 20-some hours of Simpsons. Oh, The Simpsons, yeah. But you had VHS. to do the thing. Remember the thing with the, the little VHS Tracking. Where you could, like, extend it so it could go, but the quality was oh, really yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. So there was, a, there was some Treehouse tear on that, so I always oh, yeah. enjoyed that. Those are good, yes. All right, second question. What, is, all right, what was your personal favorite costume you ever wore for Halloween? Who's going first? Uh, I'll go. Uh, that's tough because I had fun with a lot of costumes over the years. Uh, having Halloween parties was always like a staple throughout our 20s. Uh, so I'll give you some of my favorites. Uh, Bob Ross. I had a good Bob Ross. I had a full Santa Claus outfit one year. I was a stereotypical Frenchman. You know, as uh, after, after Chris uh, goes on his 
I had the striped Boy, shirt. We're um, scraping up now. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. Let me, all right. I was a stereotypical Frenchman. I had khakis, a striped white and black shirt, a blue scarf, a beret, a baguette, and a bottle of wine. Yeah. Like, haha, that's funny. But if a stereo- if a Frenchman was like going to Halloween and they had like blue jeans, a Dale Earnhardt shirt, a burger, and a Budweiser, I'd be Maybe like, an American. Ah, yeah, that's, that's funny. pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I'm fine with that. And my last one would be a Viet Cong. <laughs> <laughs> Equally offensive. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Those are some of some, those are some that stuck out. But there's been a ton. I would go with either fat homeless Jesus the one year. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. That was just like, because he was a homeless guy anyway. Uh-huh. So they're like, what if he was homeless now? That was fun. Or with Crack Whore. Um, I, crack Whore was a lot of fun. I had a very short dress on. And I remember some blood and some really bad spots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Oh, maybe that'll be a picture. I'll, I'll find some of the old pictures from Halloween. Oh, okay. That'd be fun. Yeah. All right. Last last one. Last finally. question. This we is are going long as deep. shit. Yeah, yeah. All right. Number three. What is your favorite horror movie? Can I guess yours if you want to guess mine? Sure. Go ahead. Trick or Treat. Oh man! Ah, really? It's in there. Oh, okay. I would. God, core. Did, not... did I just throw you off? Now? Yeah, because oh. I guess not what I kind of wrote out. Like, okay. Oh boy. Do you want to guess okay. mine quick? Favorite horror movie. Corey's favorite horror movie. Yeah. Um, Sleepy Hollow. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I even think about Sleepy Hollow. That's yeah. a great fucking movie. Because I'm thinking like straight up horror, but then I'm like, but I guess it doesn't. John could be. He, he's not gonna get mad no matter what I say. My knee jerk reaction. Yes. Do you want to expand before I just ramble on? Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I wrote. Oh, Tim, I know why yours is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wrote. Well, I wrote Tim Burton Sleepy Hollow. It always has. Ever. I saw it in theaters when it came out. Great as a teenager. Fucking awesome. I love the the atmosphere, the soundtrack, the imagery just always stuck out to me. And a fun fact, I actually proposed to my wife while we were watching it on Halloween. So that's uh fucking awesome. Yeah, it, because we both loved the season Absolutely so much. Absolutely fucking so. brilliant proposal. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, so what's yours? Knee-jerk reaction, favorite horror movie. Knee-jerk is Shaun of the Dead, but that's oh, horror yeah. comedy. Okay. But it's also Still. probably my favorite movie in history hands down i think i'll bet you i've it's probably the only movie that i've easily crested more than a hundred times wow watchers um but yeah it's horror comedy so then i was thinking like maybe the descent um but i think that's because i don't think i ever saw it oh it's so fucking good yeah my brother just watched the descent and then then went went to arizona (laughs) and went a mile down into a cave by himself yeah um Uh, so like i put like descent babadook is up there that's good um Texas Chainsaw, like, I still remember the first time watching it. The original? Yeah. Okay. So, like, but Trick or Treat holds a special place in my heart. Yeah. I watch it every single Halloween. Yeah. Since it came out. I've watched it however many times it is. But, one number one, like, if something like Desert Island, horror, mm-hmm. like, that's all I can eat, you know, on yeah, the island, yeah. other than quesadillas, probably go Evil Dead too. The second one. Yes. Which is essentially the first one, just but a little better. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Evil Dead. But yeah, uh, the second one was pretty much like, that hey, wasn't bad. It's like, yeah. but I think we do a little bit better. And they just did it over again. Yeah. So yeah, I would put Evil Dead too. It was probably my desert island. All right. Okay. All right. Excellent questions, John. Thank you. Thanks, man. That finishes the show. It's been a very long episode. And that's probably good. Because, um, so yes. Thank you, everyone, for your questions. Uh, and if you do have questions, send them to the email, toughshitthepodcast at gmail.com or over at our Instagram at TSPodcastFishel. Instagram. Amsterdam. Um, 
All right. So it's good that this one went long because I have some bad news. We're going on a holiday hiatus. Just for one month. Yeah. So actually, we're, well, no, go ahead. You can talk. I was gonna say uh, we're we got we both got pretty busy. Uh, we got busy schedules lined up for the next Christmas season. Now that the world's back to normal and all that shit's over, um, and plus it'll give us a little time to refresh. You know, I, I like you talked about in the last uh, soft serve, like reading just true crime and negative stuff will kind of wear on you a little bit so i've been reading some fiction it's nice <laughs> i know i'm rereading old man's war my brother just gave me half a dozen yeah. copies of berserk and my sister-in-law just got me a director's cut of uh johnny the homicidal maniac yes. so i'm probably gonna read that tonight okay so yes we're we are gonna take off december we do have the next several topics picked out we're fully intending to put out stuff after january sometime in well in january in january in january probably toward the end of january so yes thank you everyone um and uh, when i had earlier about an asterisk for the anchor link like don't hesitate to pull your support for the next two months like because we're only going to do this and then we got a year in review thing planned yes. for the end of december so yes. we'll have so another one in another month yeah we will have content for december it's going to be the year in review as far as full episodes, full stories. Back in January. Back in January. So thank you all. And if uh, if you do need some more content, check out our backlog. We're over 50 episodes now. So that's been a lot of, that's a lot of fucking time. <laughs> Once we get 203, then we're going to be successful. Are you I sure? read it on the internet. It oh, yeah? The average for like. To, for backlog to get a show because mm-hmm. you don't need quality it didn't say anything about that yeah it's just quantity Con- so yeah. we need 203 is the average amount of episodes of a That's show that a gets successful it's okay Corey. we're a quarter of the way there you're fine okay i got nothing else to say all right so yeah we'll be back in january with the full episodes we will be back next month for the year in review so that'll be fun and um I think that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out and enjoying all these questions with us because they were fucking great. I love doing these. Send your questions. Yeah, keep sending them. Yeah, send us your questions. Stupid, serious, fun, whatever. So, all right, on that note, we're going to finish this out. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next month with an apology to the Spanish. Oh, Chris will. Yeah. (laughs) Chris is back on the apology tour. I should just do a show where I apologize for stuff I said on this. No. No? No. No, I told I We'll share that tidbit in the future. Okay. Our side show. All right. We will see you guys on the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye for now.